Hey, Stu, your rent's due, motherfucker. Hey, Aries, you heard about that new uh, podcast app called Anchor? I sure did, Andy. Guess what? It's time to pay some bills. If you haven't heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. Let me explain. It's free. And they have tons of creation tools that allow you to record and edit your own podcast right from your phone or computer. Anchor will distribute your podcast for you so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and many more. You can make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. And we know you know about that money, Jew boy. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. So go download your Anchor app now for free, or you can go to anchor.fm to get started today. Can you feel it, baby? That money? Yeah. And don't be pulling that falling down the stairs shit on me, you hear? Oh, I got a live one here. Yo, what's up, Spears? Steinberg. What's going on? Where are we? Uh, Tommy T's. Tommy T's, uh, one of my top five worst. Wait, wait, wait. Not Tommy T's, but Rancho Cordova. Well, yeah, Rancho T's, because there's two Tommy T's. The one in Pleasanton is actually cool. Uh, Rancho Cordova, um, one of my top five worst. So this is, um, this one is hell. This is this is this is hell. Um, and you weren't kidding. This is right. I didn't exaggerate one single bit. <laughs> Everything about this fucking place sucks. I swear to God, the next time my agent tells me I could do this, they 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 got the offer for me because you know every year they you know the same clubs or you know with some mixed in different clubs. Hey, we got the new offer for you for this year for this club. The next time my agent calls me and says, "Yo, we got the the Tommy T's Rancho Cordova offer for this weekend." I, I'm I'm gonna work at McDonald's. I would rather fucking sell fillet of fish sandwiches than fuck with this shit. This shit stinks. And it's not just the club. It's the city, everything. It's the everything. Town. It's not a city either. It's a it's a suburb, a this, town. No. This, this when you look out my window, it literally looks like uh, Western civilization, like you know the beginning of the Wild West. I mean, there's nothing here. Everything about this place stinks. The energy. The the fucking nightlife, if there is none, none, no nightlife, there's life. no nightlife. The the crowd, the, the the put it like this: there's a strip club, probably about five minutes from my hotel. They don't serve alcohol, and it's not even a BYOB. It's it's a juice bar. Neck, it's titties, ass, butt naked, and apple juice, because some sort of weird goofy law here where they can't. Do the alcohol in the bush thing. Um, I mean, you know, t- titties and drinks go together like you know peanut butter and jelly. Like, how the fuck you got one and not the other? This, this, this is some goofy shit. I hate this fucking place. Like, I, I, I really like, dude. And I'm tell you something. I would never pull a quit. I would never do it. I would never p- quit. But but I swear to God, it was running through my mind. I mean, there were several times last night where I wanted to pull a Nomas. <laughs> I wanted to pull a De Niro, a, a, a Roberto Duran, and do a Nomas. Th- this shit, I, I mean, man, dude, again, when you love what you do, it's not a job. But when you fucking have to, when it's, when it's not fun, 
It's work. And and it <laughs> this town should be obliterated. <laughs> they should drop a bomb on this motherfucker. This is useless. Dude, when I looked out at your window, I actually was laughing because when you look out from the hotel and you see her outside, it looks like the scene in uh in The Walking Dead. When the dude wakes up and he looks outside and there's no one out there and it's just emptiness. Because even right now when we're looking, there's no life out there. It this is shit, dead. This shit stinks. But it stinks. It's it's just it's the whole city, man. It's it's the whole little town. There is nothing to do here. And the comedy club doesn't even. F- it, it's not a club. It's it's it's. It looks like it was a barn. Several things used to be a barn, a, a petting zoo. Like the, it's it, it's got the the interior. The high, I say on stage, it looks like where they used to hang niggas and hold uh, clan meetings. I mean, it just, it sucks, man. It fucking sucks. I hate this motherfucker. I won't ever do this. I'm, I'm, and I've said this to myself before. I've done clubs that I hate and go, yo, I'll never do this shit again. But the money is there. And I go, well, fuck, I could either stay home and make nothing or go and make this. And, I, and you know, the smarter choice is to go and make this. I can't put my soul through this. I can't. I can't. The interior to me looks like the barn from Footloose where they dance, but you don't even know that movie. Right. Uh, yeah, I never saw that. But that's what it looks like to me. And this, it, it's, it's, uh, when you said how bad it is, I didn't, this is the, out of all the places we've done, man, I don't know. Well, you always, you always almost keep an optimistic, you know, like a, like a, like a satchel. You always got a little optimism in your satchel. Uh, and it's like you threw your satchel away. But this is the yeah this because this is it's it's not just the club it's this place. Like right. I I did not like Atlanta. I didn't like Atlanta, but I liked the city of Atlanta. Yeah, Atlanta they had good things going on. The, the booty clubs alone were worth is, it. Is worth Atlanta. But this shit here, and I it's mean, been Divid's place that we found that we ate yeah, at that place. Yeah. We found great things in Atlanta, but this we were at we were in the patio at this bar last night just having a drink just to try to forget about what just happened. And the dude comes out, and they turn off the TV. And at one thirty, shit's supposed to be over at two. But at one thirty, he just looked at us and he goes, "You got to go. You got to pick up your stuff. You got to go in there." And he goes, "Come on, man! It's one thirty. Like we knew, right? Because I guess no one is not from here. I mean, you're, 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 you're I think people just come here to be done. Well, a lot of a lot of a lot of places do that goofy shit. Like like again, I, that you know, it's like look, you if if la- if you close at two. Don't take my drink or want me to finish at one forty-five, you know. And I said, I remember when we were in Charlotte, and I said this on on the, on the Pussy Podcast. Like, you're not gonna sit there and go, you know, uh, the drink is fifteen bucks, and it, let me give you eleven. You want the fifteen bucks? So if the shit is over at two, take my shit at two. Don't ask me to scarf my shit down at a quarter to two. You know what I'm saying? Fuck that. I, I, you want full price? You want all my money for this drink? Give me all my time to drink it. The fuck <laughs> out of here. It, it just, oh, God, I, I hate this fucking place. I hate it. And, and, I'm, and I told you, I'm, I'm really going to be mad at you because this your last <laughs> night. You got, you got two more painful shows, and then you out Sunday, and then I got to do this shit by myself with some goofy local nigga that they're going to uh, uh, hand over to me. And he's gonna kill it here because he's gonna. No, he ain't gonna. Ain't all, nobody gonna kill it in this he's motherfucker. Gonna, he's gonna talk about all the. Oh, the, the, he's gonna die a horrible death like me. <laughs> yes, yeah, fucking. But I have to get stinks. out, and I told you that before because I, I have my son. It's my son's birthday tomorrow. My son is, my my son True is gonna be uh, eighteen tomorrow, and uh, 
I have to do 18-year-old dad and son shit with my, my new official man. Mm. And so I, ha- I, ha- I have to go. I, ha- I had to go. But it's 7 o'clock in the morning when you're asleep. I'll be getting on my Uber mm. over to the airport. Mm. We're putting this into a distant, distant memory. Your flight is at 9, right? Yeah. So you got to be at the airport like at 8? Uh, yeah, by, by so you got to be up and out because it's like what a twenty minute drive to the airport. Yeah, at that time on a Saturday on a Sunday it should be. Yeah, yeah, no traffic. Yeah, uh, yo, fuck it, you, yo, you owe me. You hanging out tonight? <laughs> no, you hanging out no. tonight, dude? You owe me. Get the fuck out of here. You about to bounce and leave me to this shit? No, I can hang out with you. It doesn't make a difference because by the time we get done tonight at twelve thirty, and we got to be done at two, so that's only an hour and a half of hanging yeah, out. Well, you gonna hang with me? Fuck that. <laughs> Fuck that. You're going to give me all that pussy. There is nothing fucking to do here tonight. We're going to go nowhere. Stinks. Ugh. Nowhere is going to happen. And we're going to go and we're going to stay at that little bar. And you know what? And I, and I, I, this is not against time. I've never been in a place that they give me. Uh, you can have as many drinks as you want. I'm only allowed one drink per show. At this? Yeah. Get out of here. I didn't know that. Yeah, then they charge me after that. <laughs> Why did you tell me that? Because I don't want to make a big deal about shit. I will make it a big fucking deal. Tommy T, you fucking cheap motherfucker, you. See, this is what I'm talking about, about the business, man. Like, 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 like the amount of ass fuck rape in this shit. Like the guy that owns this club, his name is Tommy T. This motherfucker is loaded financially, and he loves to brag about it. When you do Pleasanton, he will pick you up for press in a new fucking car. He's got motorcycles, cars, uh, cars from the 1950s, uh, uh, classics. This motherfucker has money. And he don't even like to do door deals. He likes to do uh, 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 bonuses. So you'll get your flat rate. And then if you sell extra X amount of tickets, he'll give you a bump. He don't even want to do a door deal. He's that fucking cheap. And then on top of that, there's only a, full, a few clubs that I know of. The nickel and dime the comics. One fucking drink? Yeah, well, I think that I, I think that I go to half half price on drinks. Oh, this motherfucker. But I, I, I didn't even this really I, I wanted two I wanted two drinks on Thursday. And I and and uh, so then I got ah, never mind, because I knew we were gonna go out later. But then we didn't even go out later, so because there was nothing open. There is like I don't even think people understand this. If you don't know what Rancho Cordova is, there is absolutely nothing Why? here. I, I swear I you know, I, I again I think this is the city boy in me. Because that's why I say, I've said before, it would pain me to live anywhere else but New York, L.A., and I might could do Miami only because the weather and the, 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 the sexiness out there. Miami's so fucking sexy. And the Hispanic bitches. I, 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 maybe if by the grace of God, as I get older and older, I get to that point where I just want to be, you know, in seclusion and... I, I don't know. It's just in my blood. I'm a city dude. I like energy. I like fast pace. I like rhythm. I like swagger. I like vernacular. I, I don't know. God. We wanted to go to the movies. We had to take an Uber, what, 25 minutes to go uh, to Sacramento. To, yeah, we had to go to a whole other city. <laughs> um, <laughs> Jesus Christ. Dude. I, 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 this, this is Walmart country. This is Kmart country. There are some people whose lives are just Walmart is their Walmart is their energy. 
Like, like, like they just there is no energy here. I, I mean, but I'm just saying, no, their hopes and dreams have never been accomplished. They have no intention of of reaching a dream, and this is it. This is it. They 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 graduated from school. They went as far as they're gonna go as far as education. They got married. They got kids. They just live in a die. When when she said it's Friday night, guys, and and the room went, yeah, it's Friday night. Woo. I don't even think there was that much of a woo. And that was not that had nothing to do with us jokes, nothing. That was just the energy in the crowd. And it was so funny to me to walk out to nothing, just right. nothing. Uh, yeah, this 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 is uh, fuck this place. <laughs> fuck this place. I'm never do. I, I swear, Atlanta. I'm, I'm making it official. Atlanta and Rancho Cordova. Not Atlanta, but Atlanta. Atlanta. No, that that one club. I'll go to Atlanta, but but I'm not doing that club. There's a, not that club, but there's what, what's up? There's a punchline the out there, but they don't pay shit. Oh, okay. When you told me Joe DeRosa was out there, I called my agent and go, "Why am I not doing a fucking punchline?" That's that's the other club that's more diverse. And he goes, "They don't pay shit, so they don't pay. They don't, they can't afford me." Oh, and and these people here, I mean, when I sell merch, I sell, I usually do pretty well Dude, with merch. I'll be luck. I you know I always look at uh, the CD sale numbers have just been trash. Uh, usually I average a certain amount of money, and it has just been. Fucking terrible. Remember the movie Outbreak with Dustin Hoffman about the monkey? Oh, yeah, yeah. The, the disease, the yeah. town. Remember how they was going to drop the bomb and kill the whole city? Yeah. I, I wish I could fly that <laughs> plane over the city that drops the bomb that destroys this whole fucking town. This, I, this town needs a sea of monkeys, diseased monkeys. Dude, I usually get people, I, I mean, I, I sell, but these people, they didn't even, there wasn't even a conversation about buying or like how much there was no even how much what i do on thursday two cds remember i was scared yeah i said because I, I sold one yeah and i said dude i've never just sold one cd to break this record all i need is no sales and finally the dude came out the bathroom and bought a i sold two i made 50 bucks even on the slowest of nights I usually get 125. $50, nigga. Dude, it was, but they weren't even asking. They were just looking, smiling, and walking out. This is an interesting town, man. Well, we went to the movies. <laughs> uh, <laughs> that was another interesting yeah, thing. Yeah, well, I mean, that, that actually, for me, was the most fun activity. Because uh, I really, we, we, what did we initially go to the mall for? Because I needed a New York, I needed a new, I needed a new Yankee cap and socks. And some socks. This dude always buys, seriously, just a New York hat and socks. socks. Um, used to buy T-shirts, but I have that. Yeah, up you got me out. covered now. <laughs> um, so I was low on socks, so I had to get some socks. And then we act, we went to the movies, uh, and we saw this movie Meg, uh, which is, if you don't know, is based on Megalodon, the prehistoric shark. That was the biggest shark ever known to man. Had no predator. It was the it was the sole predator. Yeah, it was it, it was, was the T Rex of the sea. It had nothing that could take um, it down. Well, first of all, what'd you think of the movie? Dude, I mean With Jason Statham, mind you. Man, it was a four out of ten. Yeah. Yeah, it was I mean, there was action scenes that were good. But dude, I mean, just honestly the whole the, the storyline was hokey. Right. It was hokey as fuck. 
Right. Um, but as far as the, the, the pantheon of shark movies, uh, you didn't think it held up? Now, Jaws is still my favorite. Jaws, the first one. But there's some scenes, the way they filmed it, that scene uh, where uh, there's, a, there's a beach that's very well uh, uh, covered with people. Yeah. And the way, the colors, the, I mean, it was filmed nice. I mean, they spent some money on it. Right. Just the, the, the yachts that they used and the, and there was some money spent. And I think it was, and, and the, and the idea, there was an idea there, but it was just so convoluted and so, like I said, hokey. Right. You know, they should change some of these movies' names uh, because, you know, we, they, they, you know, obviously there was footage of uh, some chick that was in the water playing or in a boat fucking with a shark and the shark bit her and she was struggling to get her hand free. Um, really, they should call these movies, uh, instead of Megalodon or Jaws, uh, white people not minding their business. You know, I, I, I just don't understand <laughs> this fucking fascination. White people, you guys have with dangerous fucking animals. Like, you guys do shit like track shit. Like, like they, they'll shoot a tracking device on certain animals in the wild and, and to record. Like, why can't y'all mind y'all's fucking business? Like, I don't understand. What the fuck do you need to know about everything for? Like, what are they, are they using these sharks for research purposes to find cures for cancer? Anything shy of finding some sort of cure to better mankind? My, why can't white people mind your business? Does that, that had nothing to do with the movie, though, what you're talking about right now. No, I'm talking about the part in the movie where they tracked the shark. Yeah. They, wanted to, they shot it in the fin to track it. My whole thing is, why the fuck are you down there to begin with? They had the, the, the sea station built where they had the submarine go all the way to the bottom of the ocean floor to check out marine life and species that have never been seen. Why do you care about that? You don't care about that? To go down in it? No, I wouldn't go down. I, I care about it enough to see it on TV, on National Geographic. Maybe if you capture it and put it in an aquarium, I am not getting in a fucking submarine and going to the bottom of the ocean to see some shit. You got to take into consideration accidents. Shit happens. What a horrific way to die. Wouldn't that be? You well, go that deep into the water, something happened, that glass crack, you're done. Yeah, it just quite crushes you because of the, the pressure. Did you see what you just said? Crushes you. Crushes you because of the pressure. Let's go there. <laughs> the fuck out of here. Dude, but it didn't start with... Well, it started with... Uh, I don't know if you're old... Like, I'm older than you, so I don't know if you know... Do you remember Jacques Cousteau? Yes! That's French dude. That's the dude that started all this deep yes, sea, underwater... Yes. Do you let's... remember... What's my man named? Uh, uh, um, Steve Irwin? Yeah. yeah. How did he die? Touch Stuck in the chest by a stingray. Mind your fucking business. Australian dude. I don't give a fuck what he is. It's a different form of white. Mind your fucking business. So there's no black folks that are running around in nature. Listen, I, I, I've always said I envy white people's, uh, I don't know if energy is the right word, curiosity. I envy white people's enthusiasm. Y'all are the most enthusiastic motherfuckers, but you're also the most nosy. That's why y'all get in the shit. Dave Chappelle, I remember Dave Chappelle <laughs> said uh, white people are the only race of people that can walk out of their house and look at the moon and go, I have to go there. 
Like just Lavelle Crawford said NASA stands for niggas ain't supposed to be astronauts. <laughs> like why do y'all everything ain't white folks business? Y'all some nosy motherfuckers, man. Like like I I I read this tweet today where the lady goes, the California fires, please bring your pets inside because of the fires, a lot of the wildlife, i.e. coyotes, maybe to some degree mountain lions are coming out of the hills and the mountains and they may wander into your neighborhood because of the fires. So please be kind to them. Put some water out for them because they're scared and dehydrated. And I'm thinking to myself, you stupid bitch, you didn't think this through. Do you know how much of a bad idea that is? Because if you do that, put the water where? Now there's a reliable water source that they're going to return to because they're dehydrated and thirsty. They're going to be in the same area where your kids and animals inhabit. inhabit. Mind your fucking business. <laughs> Those animals are a part of the wild. They'll figure it out. They don't, one, of my be, one of my favorite lines in Jurassic Park, The Lost World, is at the very end. When Jeff Goldblum and uh, what's the broad's name? I can't think of her name, but she was in Boogie Night. Uh, Julia, Ju, Ju, fuck, the, the redhead. But anyway, uh, uh, Julian Moore. And him and Julian Moore are exhausted. They've had a rough night. They were chasing down the baby T-Rex because they brought the baby T-Rex to the fucking city, to San Diego. And the big mother T-Rex, they came over and brought that too. And the fucking T-Rex torn just almost destroyed half the city. They got the baby back. They captured the mother. Now they shipping it back to the fucking island. And so Jeff Goldblum and Julianne Moore are exhausted, snoozing on the couch. And Jeff Goldblum's black adopted daughter is eating popcorn. And uh, CNN cuts to the guy who created it. Welcome to Jurassic Park. And he's saying these animals require our absence, not our assistance for their survival. Mind your fucking business. <laughs> White people, y'all are fucking nosy, dude. Like, like you just, you always put yourselves in places you don't fucking belong. For what? Why do you need to go to the bottom of the ocean? Why do you need to track a fucking uh, a, a, a lion or a, or a shark? Because we need to know what's down there, man. For what? We need to know. Why? Because y'all going to live down there to get away from niggas? Uh, we need to know. We need to know. We White need to- folks are trying to get away from niggas. I know that movie. We know what that movie is. Them white crackers, they want to get away from niggas. They don't want to be around them niggas. White people are looking for Mars. They're going to live in a different place. They're going to live at the bottom of the ocean. White people will kill themselves if they knew that life beyond niggas existed. If they could die to live away from niggas, they would kill themselves. It's real, homie. It's real. White folks are looking for a place where a sickle cell is... uh is a major factor, like in Mars. Right. Like black folks won't be able to go to Mars because of the the sickle cell situation, and uh, that's what that's what white people are trying to create. Right. Don't worry, Jews have that same trait, so the Jews won't be going either. And then I want to I want to shout my man out, uh, who was also in the movie. Uh, yeah, my man Paige Kennedy, uh, big brother, uh, who got a lot of fame off the Vine thing when Vine was popping. Um, so big shout out, and, and again, as I always say, let me. I, I don't want to. <clears throat> I, <clears throat> I don't want this to come off like I'm hating because I got love for Kennedy. I, re- I really do. Congratulations, brother. If you ever hear this or it gets back to you, but you know, again, we're, we're in a business where we compete for roles, and I have to smack shit out of my agent because I'm wondering why I didn't get that audition. Uh, and Paige is a funny dude, but you know, you you you. The thing is, as a comic, 
because he's not a comedian. He's just a guy who's very funny. He has a very funny personality, but he's not a stand-up. And and you look. It's funny because you look at certain things and you look at roles and you just you just think to yourself, Jesus man, if I could have got that part, what you would have done to it? Because there were openings in the movie where comedically, if he would have been able to take advantage of it um, through ad libbing, it would have really, I think, made his part stand out more. Uh, and again, I'm not trying to sit there and suggest I should have got that part. I'd have been better than him because he did his thing. So hats off to you, brother. But God damn it. Um, like there was a moment where it was clear in the movie one of the one of the crew had to get in the water to tag the shark. And of course, everybody was like, nah, nah, nah. And it was like, yeah, let's draw straws. And motherfuckers was like, fuck that. And so the one guy who basically was like the guy who put up the money to for this whole expedition, he 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 was pussy immediately. He was like, I, I'm not, I can't swim. Uh, I'm sorry, my body forced me to say that. And I just thought, uh, damn, that would be a great opportunity if Paige had jumped in there on some racial shit because you know niggas in water, you know we don't we don't we don't mix. Uh, if he'd have been like, I can't swim either. I'm sorry, my race forced me to say that. You know what I'm saying? And just take advantage of some of those moments. There was a moment where Jason Jason Statham said something to two of the crew members where he was like, something, 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 and I don't like it. And then, the, again, the guy that was the money man said he doesn't like it. And I just, because, you know, I do impressions. And Ken, and, Jane, and Kennedy was in the scene, that scene, when the white guy goes, he didn't like it. It would have been funny if Kennedy could do a Statham impression and went, yeah, he didn't like it. You know, just, just that little shit to just make it pop more. Uh, but like I said, congratulations. I know how hard it is for any man, any brother to get work in this game. So congratulations to you, brother. I would have loved to have seen, and I know Statham wouldn't have done it because it would have been totally uh, out of context. But he, he apparently saved Asian chick in the movie twice. And at one point, she's sitting on some sort of fucking bed trying to recover. And she goes, that's twice you saved my life. And I just like, I would have loved to have heard Statham go, uh, you owe me some pussy. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, oh, but that, that, that was one of the worst parts of the movie for me is the, that love interest. Because he's a cool dude. Mm-hmm. And there was no there was no... There was no chemistry. That that was right. like it felt like it was added in to make make the movie make sense, right? And it just made it worse for me. Well, you know, they 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 have to always add in that another level of just beyond the. But it wasn't even the there. Obvious, nah. But the, you know, hey, like you said, it was it was uh, it wasn't Jaws, but it, it was what it was, dude. Because Jaws, you had that into it was that music that got you. You had the, the right. sound. It was the sound of the shark that made right. you. Well, well, Jaws. Listen, Jaws is like. The first Jurassic Park. I mean, that that left such a mark for something that we had never seen before. You know, you know, people will sit there and tell you. I, you know, I've heard people say, "Look, even the new Jurassic movies, they're great. The C, you know, it's loaded with all the you know CGI." As the first one, obviously, was CGI riddled, but there's just something about the authenticity of that first one. When you first saw that Brachiosaur, and you heard him go, "Welcome." To Jurassic Park and that music and so that doo doo that jaw that all of that is just iconic man yeah you know that's like when they tried to do Deep Blue Sea which I thought was even more of a cartoon than Megalodon you know I didn't even see it with LL yeah 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 um I I couldn't I couldn't see it it looked it didn't look even the previews looked bad right 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 um 
But speaking of movies, um, they, I, I saw where they're possibly talking about doing a remake of Scarface with Denzel. Uh, mm-hmm. Listen, I love me some Denzel, but let's not get crazy. Um, I don't even know how you would attack that. I mean, do you do you keep the Colombian angle, or is this just he's Scarface but not Colombian? But it's the theme is the same. Just, just make a different movie. I hate when they try to re-release or reissue a movie. <clears throat> right. It, it, that's too iconic. You get but well, and that's a remake of a different movie all already too. Scarface. Is a remake of the uh, black and white. Yeah, yeah, the old gangster flick. Yeah. So, so, you, so there you go, because that because the first one was wasn't Colombian. It was uh, yeah, come on, Shay, yeah, 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 say. Shay, yeah. <laughs> it was it was that it was that gangster twenties Tommy gun shit. Yeah. Uh, so I guess they could do it because, but I'm like, dude, I, you know, listen, and and yeah, you know, Scarface is every black and Puerto Rican Hispanic niggas Bible. You know, dude, we, he, he, you know, he already played the 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 part of the gangster running. Uh, I I I I could listen. I could see Denzel play a gangster a million fucking times. I'm still keeping my fingers crossed for my 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 big hard on dream of seeing Denzel and Wesley play two gangsters going head to head because Nino Brown meets uh, Frank Lucas. I would love to see that shit. Yeah, but once, once fiction. Like, like, do you ever get tired of seeing De Niro play the stereotypical Italian mob guy? The, the fucking gangster? No. Yeah. No. He's fucking, that's what he does. He's a boss. Yeah, but it's, it, it, you know what I, it, okay. In Casino, he played a different kind of guy. That's what made it interesting. But it still had that. But he played a Feel. different. He was not the strong. He wasn't the heavy. He was the yeah. I mean, look, Denzel and and and, and American Gangster wasn't uh, Lonzo and Training Day. You know, it was two different kind of yeah. But he, he was scarier in uh, when he played Frank Lucas. You thought he was scarier as Frank Lucas than because Alonzo? that was real. That was real. Uh, yeah, I don't know, man. I, I I you know I love seeing Denzel get gritty. Because he's got for every gritty, well, he's made, he's made movie two movies where he's been gritty, Training Day and American Gangster. Everything else, he's been the lovable good guy. Who? Denzel. No, not on Man and Fire. No, yeah, he wasn't a bad guy. He was. He was, he he was, was still the, the hero. Man. He was. He the, was still the hero. He, he was the hero, but he wasn't. He was an anti. He, he was an anti-hero though. Dude, he blew that dude up with putting that fucking thing up his ass, as he was supposed to. That was the fucking. I. I'm talking about a criminal. No, he wasn't a criminal, but he was. Yeah, he, no, I like him playing a criminal, dude. I love to see Denzel get dirty. Um, it's just Scarface is so at that. Fuck, fuck you, that that Tony Montana. How do you why? listen? But again, you talk about one of the greatest actors of all time. If anybody can pull that off, I'd put my I'd, I'd put all I pull I push all my chips to the center of the table. I want a different movie. I don't, I don't want to call it Scarface. It doesn't need to be Scarface. I'm telling you, her womb is so polluted. All right, you can't even have a baby, can you? Uh-huh. <laughs> do, do say hello to the bad guy. <clears throat> All right, say hello to the bad guy. Huh? <laughs> All right, this is what a bad guy looks like. <laughs> her womb is so polluted. All right, you can't even have children. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> All right, hey, you fuck with me, you fucking with the best. Huh? Sosa. All right, hey, take it easy when you talk to me, all right? 
Oh, man, I don't know. I, I'd love to see it, though. <laughs> okay. I'd fucking love to see you, you, it. You turned to me. I swear you turned to me. I'm ready, oh, to, I'm ready to see it now. I'm ready to see yeah. it now. And after that, we're going to blow that fucking truck back to Columbia. <laughs> All right, Manny, you're getting sore. Look, look at the Pelican fly. Fly, Pelican. Fly. <laughs> I don't know, man. I don't know. <laughs> um, fuck. <laughs> and uh, I think we real close. They saying Aegis Elba could be the next Bond. See, I, a that, black Bond. That I think I have no problem with. I have a problem with the other Bond idea that I hear going around. A female. Well, look, he said, Aegis Elba in an interview said he doesn't want to. He, he, and, you know, this is one of that. He's doing exactly what I should be doing in terms of politically dancing properly he said the shit that every bitch goes ah we love him he goes i shouldn't play james bond i want to see a woman james bond you know and, and i tweeted and i asked the fellas on twitter hey be real would you would that bother y'all and you know a lot of dudes said you know look we all for women doing the macho thing a lot of people like uh, angelina jolina and salt a lot of dudes liked uh, Shalise Theron and, and Atomic Blonde. But they was like, and, you know, a lot of dudes was like, look, if the story is good and blah, 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 yeah, I'm with it. But then a lot of dudes was also like, you know, well, what they going, is, is she going to be manizing dick the way Bond womanizes pussy? Uh, you know, what we going to call a jam? A lot of dudes was against it, too. Um, look. I just, you know, again, why can't we just have shit for us? Like, well, because, you know, this this politically correct tango that we keep fuck. Why can't why can't guys just have guy shit? Why does everything has to involve the this version? Chain chain bone. I think there should be some kind of scary music playing behind what you're saying right now. <laughs> uh, you know, I just I don't understand why, you know, why can't we just have a guy section? James Bond is come on, man. And listen, a lot of dudes won't admit it, but you know, I'm sure some dudes don't want to see a brother in that role. Um Well, goddamn it. I mean, I'd rather see a brother than a lady. I I'd like I think that the character is is male centric, and I can't see a woman playing that part. I could see a woman playing a James Bond esque character, Atomic Blonde, right? Right. Spy, yeah. Salt. Okay, so we've done that, and I can make more movies like that. I can right. see that and find the franchise that that, that suits the suits women and where they can keep coming out and doing that show. But James Bond, James Bond, Octopussy, Octopussy. How, how, what, 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 well, octopussy, uh, shit, uh, squid dick. <laughs> squid dick. I mean, it's, uh, how it just there, there's a you know what what I, I, you know what we're, I talked to you about this the other day. I get that some of these movies as we go back, like I, I was watching Saturday Night Fever, and right. I swear to God, if you there would be no movie if you took all the politically incorrect parts out of Saturday Night Fever. Right, there'd be no movie. There'd be just like a few scenes. Uh, there'd be the scene where, uh, well, I don't even know. You could put the scene in where everybody hit each other at the table because you're not allowed to hit women, and he hit and he hit his wife. Mm. He, he didn't hit her like punch her, but you know they they slapped each other. Well, again, uh, if you remember, uh, early in the in the Sean Connery years, 
There was a couple episodes with Sean Connery slapping Slap, bitches. Yeah, yeah. You know what I'm saying? I, there was, I forget which James Bond it was. He took a bitch bra off, wrapped it around her in a certain way, and damn, he choked her with it. Uh, that was with man's was man's. <laughs> <laughs> Shut up, bitch. <laughs> um, yeah, uh, so I hear what you're saying. Um, and again, I've admitted this on the podcast. I'm a little bit of a chauvinist. Only because, not that I'm sitting there going, women shouldn't have tough characters. Or maybe I am saying women shouldn't have. Look, all the suspension of disbelief. I understand all movies have that. That's every movie, especially the action movies. There's there's such a high level of get the fuck out of here. But I, I, I just to see women beat men up with ease is just it's it's goofy. It's ridiculous to me. That see that doesn't bother I, me. I, it, it, I, that bothers me because again, if you yell at a white bitch, particularly, and I'm and again here we go. I gotta go racial. <laughs> If you yell at the average white woman with enough force, they cry. Now, maybe you have to put your dukes up against a black bitch or a Latino bitch. But the average white bitch, if you scream at them with enough force, they tear up. And to see white women beat men's asses with that kind of ferociousness, I can't. I'm. I don't. I'm not buying what you're selling. So you didn't like atomic. You didn't like. You didn't like atomic blonde. You couldn't get behind that. It was cool for what an action movie is supposed to be. It 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 it, it fueled my it quenched my thirst for holy shit action. But seeing a bitch in heels and stockings choke a nigga out with the heels and the stockings, it's fucking ridiculous. Uh, you know, you know what? Listen. One of the most entertaining things for me to watch is on Twitter where there's literal footage of white girls who keep testing black street girls. And, 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 and white women, and I've seen this because this comes from the comedy clubs. Like nothing funny to me than seeing a white bitch with that attitude that she thinks her tongue is slick and thorough. And most times, here's where this false bravado comes from. Most times when a white broad is amongst her friends, what you say, and she try to come at you with some slick shit verbally, or she going to tell you off or show you out. Most times, dudes are play the pussy role and the back off role, and they let them have that moment. So that makes them think they some, they some badasses, or their girlfriends pipe them up. Woo, yeah, you don't mess with Cassie. You don't <laughs> fuck with Cassie. Cassie don't play that shit. But Kathy is a rabbit threatening other rabbits. Bitch, go fuck with Laquifa. Go fuck with Bunifa. Go fuck with, uh, uh, what's a, what is some Hispanic? Gonzalez, some Maria, Roberta. Go fuck, let the bunny go fuck with the wolves. All that shit. And, and I've seen, again, I've seen it on Twitter where these white girls from the, from the, from the suburbs think they could fuck with these black bitches from the ghettos and talk slick you know, these white girls get folded like chairs nigga quick like, okay. like you, you fucking with a different animal that's what I'm just saying that reality versus the suspension of disbelief it, it's funny to me I, I, I can't buy that that a white chick is beating up dudes like it's nothing so if it was a Puerto Rican chick 
She got ass whooped too, but she got a better chance at the, at the fight. So Ronda Rousey never never made you think she could beat a dude's ass, especially after losing to Holly Holmes. Yeah, but I, I'm not saying that before. I never before thought that. that that silly shit. They was. I remember where was I? I think I think I think I was doing the Toledo. She could beat my ass. I'll I, tell you that. Well, dude, but listen, you're we're average Joes. I'm talking about. If you put if you put Ronda Rousey up against the worst dude in his fight profession, he'll beat her ass. Cause he's still trained. And the fact that he's a dude matters. It's gonna matter. I remember I was in Toledo, Ohio working this working a funny ball, and I did a, a radio station, and I remember it was me, black dude, white dude, and two girls. And we got to talking about Ronda Rousey, and this was when she was still Ronda Rousey before she lost. But this was with the that bullshit about her supposedly being able to beat Floyd Mayweather. And I remember I went hard in the paint on how ridiculous this was. And you could see this one white bitch. She was so turned off by me and put on her feminist fuck you face because I called it like it was. And I went, stop it. Stop it. Floyd Mayweather would beat the shit out of Ronda Rousey. Because at the end of the day, don't get me wrong, the Ronda Rouseys, the Holly Holmes, and all the other chicks in the UFC, they some bad bitches. And, and there's a part, and I'm sitting here going, yes, the average out of shape Joe, he might get nicked up. But again, if you take Ronda or any of them chicks and you put them against the worst dude in his professional UFC career, he's still a guy who's trained. And I gotta, I gotta, I gotta think those male chromosomes, dominant male chromosomes, would dominate. It would, it would show itself. I don't know. I, I just, I, I can't. I, you know. I don't know. I, I, I don't know. If it was the, the, the worst of the, of those dudes. But I think, I think. Yo, she, them dudes are still trained. They're still trained, but she could be faster. She could still be stronger than some of those dudes. I know some of the dudes that I know some dudes that have done it, and I, I think there would definitely be beat by. A highly trained professional female. No, I don't. I don't see it, dude. I would love. And when you said that about these girls, I would love. Like, I would love to be famous and have, like, a six foot something, chicken heels, looks great, walking around with me, and then someone fucks with me, and then we sit down. I just don't worry about it, and I could just look at her and go, go fuck that dude up when no one's looking, and have that girl just fucking take that dude out. It says no black man ever. <laughs> That's that's that goofy white shit you be on. Why? Because niggas, come on, man. We, black men, again, black men don't play dick booty jokes. We take our sexuality and our machoism very seriously. We, we, no, we don't want no woman uh, defending one, us physically. No one's ever going to, no, that dude's never going to admit that a woman beat his ass, number one. So he's not ever going to say anything about it. Two, no one's ever going to know it happened. And three, the only one who knows is you and her. But us knowing is a big deal. I didn't say you couldn't do it yourself, but that's what you pay security for. So, so, so let me ask you this. As a black man, if you go somewhere and someone fucks with you and your male security guy takes care of it, mm-hmm. but you didn't do it, that's, still, that, that's better? Yeah. How? You still didn't do it? Well, I'm paying him to do it. What's the difference if you're paying him or her? As because long as it I gets pay, done. Because if I pay her, and what if I run up on a dude that happens to be able to dominate her? That's another story, but yeah, yeah. 
John Wick, well, he he took that one girl at the end, who is also, full circle, we're bringing this all the way around, in Megalodon, in, in Meg. Was that her? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and, ain't no, and ain't no bitch that cute could really fight like that. I mean, most of them, most women athletically that are really good at athletics, that bitches ain't fine. There might be a few. So, but to be a female that's really great at sports, I think she usually looks kind of hokey. So Ronda Rousey, you always thought was unattractive. She's one of the better ones. Layla Ali is one of the better oh, yeah. ones. But uh, Candace Parker is one of the better ones. But for every one of them, yo, there's forty of them hoes that look like they've been smashed in the face with a steel lamp. Well, did you see uh, what was her name? Holly Holmes. Who was the one? Holly Holmes. Did you see her after she got made up and fixed up everything? She didn't look as she she didn't look as rough as as rough as as rough as as rough <laughs> as rough. She looked good for uh, for someone. For uh, for uh. <laughs> As as and fora. Why you, you gotta have to you gotta put that on there. That don't count when you gotta say as and fora. Nah, dude. Nah. <laughs> nah. You don't you don't you don't look at Halle Berry or Rihanna or Beyonce and go, you know, fora or as bitch they are. Yeah. I, I can't deny that. Yeah. Um <laughs> But they're they're made to look good though. They look good. They were that's their that's their that's their job. They're they're entertainers. But they're also not getting smashed in the face. Yeah. You know what I mean? That's why I said for someone who gets smashed in the face when they they fucking did her makeup and Man, shit. For a bitch that got it gets her teeth knocked out. Girl, you know, I, I don't want that bitch. Uh you've been checking out the CNN history of comedy? You know, I, I, I'm not caught up to where you are. You have not doing. You are not doing your homework. I couldn't. We talked about it when we were here, and I, I need to catch up. But I don't watch that much TV. But I'm gonna. I'm gonna watch but this it. This is this is comedy. I know. I'm gonna watch. This, it. this is a homework assignment. I know. I'm gonna watch it. But um, Gone Too Soon. I did see Gone Too Soon. And you didn't see this. This uh, did it air yet? Oh, I know. No. Uh, this airs tomorrow. Right. That's why I haven't caught. Well, motherfucker, you're gonna be home. So yeah, I'll be home. Yeah, they're doing comedy <laughs> duos. Um, two mics, two comics. We talked about this a little bit, though. I think this is hacky. You know, and and listen, for the movies, that's one thing. Laurel and Hardy, Abbott and Costello. Um, Dude, it's hard. It's hard work, though. Two people on stage. Yeah, it's hard trying to sync up how you're going to finish my sentences and I'm going to finish your thoughts like it's one. That's some hokey shit. Why the fuck do you like that's hokey? Hey. I'm going to say this, and before I finish, he takes over and says what I was going to say. Get the fuck out of here, man. It's still, it's still work, man. Why do, you think there, why do you think there aren't a lot of those guys in abundance? Though there used to be more, but they don't yeah, do it yeah, that way. Yeah, 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 they don't, yeah, yeah. Yeah, this shit is whack, man. Like fucking twins that dress the same. Like you motherfuckers matching the face. Y'all got to take it down to your socks. We get it. You're twins. Dress different, motherfucker. I think it's pretty interesting that some people would. Uh, that's how they work. Who, 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 you 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 think actual people find that interesting? Yeah, there's acts out there that are making that are touring acts that do well. You know, um, my man who we had on the podcast in Atlanta, uh, Kalen. Yeah, he uh, he he recently tweeted 
about whether or not women were funny. And he said, women are funny in situational comedies, but as stand-ups, they're not as funny as men. Um, and I remember who put it out. Uh, you could be familiar with the comedian Rich Voss? Yeah. His, yeah. Well, his wife is a comic. You Bonnie McFarland. She put out a, a documentary called Women Aren't Funny. Uh-huh. Did you see it? No, I haven't seen it, but I know about it. Right. Dude, you got to do your comedy homework. You got to be watching all of this shit. I watch everything. I don't. That's crazy. It adds to you. Anyway, um, yeah, so of course, the, the documentary, the name speaks for itself. So it had all the women who would sit there and, and protest and defend why women are funny. And they are. They very much are. Um, but uh, Kalen asked the question, or better yet, made the statement, which I went, oh. Because when he, when he asked, when he, when, he, when he said it, I went, holy shit, he might have a fucking point. Um, and it's this. Women are funny. There's no question about it. Carol Burnett, uh, fucking Whoopi Goldberg, I, especially when Whoopi had her reign early in her career with her one-woman shows and she was making movies. Like Jumping Jack Flash is still one of my funniest movies and my favorite movies with her. Um, Sherry Shepard is funny as fuck. I don't think a lot of people know that. Comedically, she's funny as fuck. Um, so, yes, women are funny. There's no question. And I've worked with some funny broads. Mo Collins on Mad TV, all the women, Stephanie Weir, uh, Nicole Sullivan. I might not like her, but she was a funny bitch. Alex Bornstein, funny, 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 funny. But he, here's, here's what he said to put it in perspective. Name your top five comedians. Are they women? No. Wow. But that's easy for me to say. I think it's easy for most people to say. What woman goes above Richard Pryor, Eddie Murphy, George Carlin, Chris Rock, Dave Chappelle, Bill Burr, Louis C.K., Patrice O'Neill? Stop me when you when you think I'm I've, I've gone out of bounds. I don't, but there's there's a few there's a few things that go with this. I, I, when you say women, when people, when men say women aren't funny, do they mean they're not funny to them? And but are women are they funny to other women? Because it's a relationship issue too. Like we don't necessarily think what women think of as funny as funny, but other women might. Right. The other thing that in well, but but is but is that your goal to just be funny to a group? No, but maybe. But I'm, I'm sure there's a lot of men out there that aren't funny that are funny to men, but aren't funny to women. Oh well, if we're gonna play that game, we could do that. We could trivialize that with with everything. No, yeah, I'm, I'm sure there we're, are. We're, well, we're trying to do it right now, right, right. <laughs> but but I'm just saying in terms of, I think the question more is not whether or not women are funny. Are they as funny as men? Which even that though, because if we're gonna be t- technical, listen, if you take a comedian dude. Who absolutely stinks, and they exist, obviously, and put them up against a mediocre broad? Well, question answered. Yeah, she's funnier than him. Yeah. So, if, if yeah, if we're going to play that game, then theoretically, you know, but I don't know that when that question is asked, are we looking at worst case scenario? No, I don't think we should be looking at a worst-case scenario, but here's something that a comic said to me. God, I wish I could remember who said it. I think he was quoting another comic anyway. So I'm not taking credit for what I'm about to say, but I think it's relevant and germane to this conversation. 
they said that it isn't fair to judge it that way because historically men had to be the icebreaker or the conversation starter, the, the entertainer, the person who pursued, and since we were the pursuers forever until this very recent time when women are supposed to have a little bit more right. engagement in that, men had always been the ones that had to be the clever conversation person right. to start that initiation to be, uh, to be looked at so that they could break that ice and communicate towards the other sex. And women didn't have to do that. And so in that initial part of engaging, women are actually behind in that. Well, I believe there's truth to that. And just like I also believe there's truth to, uh, to some degree, I think you have to let go of the natural things that, that make you who you are. And by that, I mean, listen, Part of the reason why I think that the courts grant custody to women when there's a divorce rather than the father is because women's very natural nurturing nature, their very loving nature, they pay more attention to the child more so than the dad would. Um, They just because I think naturally women just have that maternal instinct where they are the more loving. I don't know more loving, but the more protective guardians and are more aware and alert for the child's well-being. Um, to a point, I think that's true. To a point. Unless they put him in their car and drive him into the lake. <laughs> right. Um, uh, the majority of, of, you know. Women, yeah, that works um, out that way. So sometimes I feel like women aren't as quick to see certain things as funny because they don't have that immaturity that we have. They don't have that totally carefree don't give a fuck immaturity that we have yeah we're children forever forever and 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 sometimes that gets in the way of the funny that like like when bill burr did the joke on um forget what special it was but he was describing how he was with his girl at a fair and she was impressed by these muffins (laughs) he goes i thought to myself wouldn't it be funny? And he said, I shared this idea with my girl. If I just started punching the muffins, muffins. and my girl looked at me, he said, my girl looked at me, here, why did you do that? I don't understand why that's funny. <laughs> See, that kind of shit. Like, where we come up with things where we think, nigga, that's hilarious. Like, and I've even made that mistake where I would say to my lady, babe, yo, what if I, or I actually did something I thought was going to be funny, and she was not feeling it. And, you know, I think that sometimes women just don't have that ability to let go sometimes. Like, I, I, I remember I read a tweet yesterday where some chick said something about, you know, men's sense of humor is something, something because y'all laugh at rape humor or something, some other kind of humor that demeans or puts women in a certain light. Now... I hear where she's coming from, but I also went, yeah, yeah. Like, 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 I remember when Patrice was on um, one of those Fox shows, talk shows, and the guy asked him, have you heard a funny rape joke? He goes, yeah, I've heard a few. You know, um, and George Carlin even said, again, anything can be funny. funny. 
It's just how you, you know, uh, Dan Cook's abortion joke, Abe abortion. I'm not going to do I don't know. I don't want to fuck it up. Yeah. But, yeah. but it, it's also because of how we deal with things. Right. People, I, I don't think women understand that some, and, and again, this is not all women. I don't think that the, the, the understanding is we, because however we process things, we need jokes to ha- sometimes process terrible things so that we can we can deal with it. Mm-hmm. But one of the other things we were saying is you um, you brought up like I said that we don't always see things in the same way. Like how many you could hear a thousand dick jokes and you'd probably laugh at all thousand dick jokes. But when a woman goes up on stage and she tells ten pussy jokes in a row, mm-hmm. I'm done. Right. Um, but that's that's me not connecting to her. Uh, but again, this is where I would disagree. If the jokes, listen, if the jokes are really that good, you can hear a thousand pussy jokes. If they're that but good. But they got to be that good. So I guess the question then becomes, can she tell a thousand good pussy jokes? Because, and, I, and I'm not, believe me, I'm not sitting here patting myself on the back, but if we being real within the conversation... I remember the last time I was in Philly, not this past time with me and you, but the last time I was at Helium. And this was your first time at Helium, wasn't it? No, I was out. Excuse me. I was with you the, the last time, too. Did we have a female host? Yeah. Okay. I remember this chick did a bunch of pussy jokes. And you could feel what you're talking about. You could feel both men and women taken aback. And was trying to get with it, but it was like, oh, shit. Now, you know me. My last 20 minutes of my act is all pussy jokes. Yeah. And when I did that shit, and of all places, in all places, Vermont, what did the white lady say to me? You made her feel good about her pussy. pussy. Again, this is not me trying to be vain, but to the point, 20 minutes of a dude talking about pussy i would think based on what you just said in terms of connecting to an audience yeah because of a gender or a race i would think automatically the woman talking about her pussy beats me talking about a woman's pussy but i won that because the material right i don't think you can talk about a pussy the same way that you talk about uh a dick because uh, because dicks are dumb our dicks are kind of dumb they're like seriously, they're, they're it's like it's wearing a hard hat and it's going to work. Right. Good. And pussies are are not that. They're, there's the pussies are the construction site. The site. It's, 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 <laughs> yeah. it's to be handled with care. There's blueprints. There's shit that needs to go on on that right. thing. Right. You know, the, our dumb dicks, like I said, coming in with a hard hat, just pounding shit in, pounding and waiting for lunch. Uh, hard hat, uh, lunch pail. Mm-hmm. You know, and sometimes it's not always uh, peaceful. It's, it's a lot of. A lot of poundage trying to break through that concrete. So when a woman gets on stage and tries to connect in a way, doing jokes where a pussy's basically acting the same way as a dick, right? that's where I think it kind of goes off the rail. Right. And it, there's only so many. But do you think part of that is the, sh- is the chauvinism of a woman is supposed to be a lady? How dare you? No, because if it's a good pussy joke if it's a good joke it works but you know we've been writing dick jokes since the beginning of time pussy jokes are are new to the market right 
right. So we just don't have as many good ones, and we don't have them put in a way that it works yet. I think women. I really, to going back to what I said earlier, I think it's. I, I, I don't think there's as much work into it. I don't think women were as welcome into comedy, and I think as time goes on, more women, better jokes, better people doing it. Right. It goes. I mean, I would uh, Leslie Jones. I mean, I've seen her her comedy. I I, I remember. I've seen it, but it's been so long ago, and I didn't see a lot of it. What'd you think? I thought she was good, really yeah. good. And and when I say really good, I mean not like. I don't, and I and women are sick of this anyway. But like, you wouldn't go and say, and uh, now coming to the stage, a, a, a lady comic, a female comic, right. a woman. And, and I mean, hopefully we're getting away from doing all that anyway. Right. But I think Leslie, just on the basis of her comedy, and I, there's a lot of other comics, but I'm just, I'm using her right now. Uh, I think that you would never say that about her because she just stands, she's always, since I've seen her, stood on her own as a comic and she was going out not talking about women's shit, not talking about men's shit. She was talking about Leslie's shit. And I, and I just never got that vibe from her. But what vibe are you talking about specifically? You know, for a long time, um, God, I wish I could remember the chick's name. They talked about being like a housewife for a long time. You know, she talked about raising the kids and she talked in a Oh, I think, I, oh, God. Uh, you, you, you've, oh, Rita Rudner. Rita Rudner. Yeah. That's exactly who I'm thinking of. And you right. got it from just what I said. But right. That was like kind of for a while. That's her style. That's that, her yeah. style. But that's, that was like the comedy. That was like the, uh, like a little blueprint of women's right. comedy. I mean, there was a lot of women who weren't doing that kind of comedy as well. Right. I know there's women sitting on the edge right now wanting to yell but at what's me. what's Leslie's kind of comedy? It's her. Like, it's her. It represents her. It doesn't represent, like, a, a lifestyle of a woman, uh, right. like, raising kids. and right. it, it was just her and her day-to-day. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's a comic guy. I wish I could tell you. I'm so disappointed that I don't remember her name. I saw her in New York, and she was on the late show at, at, the, uh, at, at the, the cellar. Uh, which wasn't the cellar right now because it's actually the underground, but it's the cellar. And she, she's a, she's a lesbian, and she didn't do lesbian jokes. Like she wasn't. She was. She did this. Man, she was fucking good. Hmm. I wish I could remember. I'm so. And I apologize. Black chick, white chick. Black chick talked about not being a typical lesbian. Like basically saying that she, I, I remember this joke. And, and if anybody remembers it, and if she hears this, I, I would. I would hope she would like. Say, let me know so that we can, uh, I can get her name on here. But she talked about basically, I don't want to blow this joke and I don't want to ruin it for her. So, but it was just that she, uh, she made her girlfriend mad. Mm-hmm. So she was going to have to let her girlfriend finger her. Basically, I'm paraphrasing the joke. Finger her to make up for the fact that because she never lets her girlfriend finger. Mm-hmm. She doesn't let her. She doesn't do this normal lesbian invade my vagina thing with some right. with another finger. And, but this girl was so funny and it wasn't like I didn't feel like I was listening to lesbian jokes. I wasn't listening to female jokes. I wasn't listening to I was listening to someone's fucking life. And that's right. when we get to the life when it's just about your life. Right. That's when it that's when it's what it's supposed to be to me. Right. And it loses all that whether it's a dick or a vagina or a if you had to say you saw a female comedian or you could name a female comedian who on the level of a – I don't even – all right. Might even be in the realm. I won't, See, I don't even want to say names because there's no comparisons. 
There is no female comparison to Dave Chappelle. There is no female comparison to Patrice O'Neill. There is no female comparison to Louis C.K. And by that, I mean in terms of from the time they come out, hey, how y'all doing, whatever city I'm in, to, all right, good night. That blows the fucking doors off. So I don't want to say names, but who's the funniest broad you've ever seen? And when I say tell people this, one of the people that I think is one of the funniest women ever, people just laugh at me for even saying this. Paula Poundstone, dude, she was way ahead of her time. Excuse me a second. <laughs> Go ahead. She was way ahead of her time. She was doing uh, she was doing this. What I'm talking about, non female, just comedy, well before uh, any of the stuff that we we're talking about. Uh, there's there's other comics that I think that are are, are what was. Uh, God, she's been in everything lately. She's been on. Um, she's from the '80s. She she wrote. With, she dated uh, Seinfeld for uh, a while. Fuck. Why can't I remember? But this is another problem. I don't remember. Carol Leifer. Carol Leifer. No, it wasn't Carol Leifer. Carol Leifer's funny though. Um, I was gonna say Elaine Boozler. Elaine Boozler. Yeah, she dated Seinfeld. Did she? Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, Elaine Boozler was funny during her time in the '80s. Right. I. I it, it seems. Here's what. Here's my thing. That I'm, I don't even know how we got so far into this conversation this way, but it seemed like there was a lot of groundwork laid by these women, Paula Poundstone and Lane Boozler, right. uh, the people that we were talking about, Rita Rudner, uh, who, I mean, there's a, there is a longer list, I, right. I, but they laid all this groundwork, and then something happened during like the, the 90s and 2000s where maybe it was just a new crop that was coming up of, of, right. of entertainers and right. female entertainers, and there was something that got missed for a while. Or maybe, I don't know, because I wasn't doing it at the time. Maybe uh, comedy became so male-centric that they weren't, they didn't feel welcome and they left to do whatever. But like right now, Michelle Wolf that just came out with her special, she's getting great reviews for her special. She's funny. Her voice is annoying, but she's funny. And she knows her voice is annoying. She makes jokes about yeah, it. Dude, I, I just, you know. You didn't find her funny. You didn't find her special funny. It's not funny. that I didn't find it funny. I, again, I, and this is, you know, I, I say this trying to tread lightly. I don't want to come off unlikable or like I'm an asshole or like I'm, you know, better than anybody. I'm because I'm, I'm not. I, I just, I look at guys like Dave and Patrice and, and, and fucking Tommy Davidson and, Guys who blow the fucking doors off the hinges. And to me, it's like if you, if you don't to, – to, and I'm not – again, I don't want this to come off like, you know, well, who the fuck are you? Because I'm not trying to say like I'm supposed to be – I don't know, my taste. I like that pound for pound, no holds barred, edgy, straight, cocaine, uncut. Bacardi 150 80 proof dynamite comedy. You don't think there was a lot of black female comics that in the time when black comics couldn't get up on the same stage with white comics that that, that that fit into that? The female black female comics that never got looked at? Uh more is funny as shit. Mm-hmm. Um I don't know, man. I, you know, again, my because where my measuring stick is, and I'm not saying they're not funny. They're fucking funny. You don't think uh, Cheryl uh, Underwood is funny? She is, but you know the loudness. She's loud. 
He's preaching. He's pre. I told you, black people love a good sermon. And when we talk in a certain style, it's a sermon. And, and she, look, Cheryl Underwood is funny, no question. I like who I like, man. And, and to get me to really tip my hat. Top five all time. Include them all. Include them all. Women? No, no. Men. Men, women, it doesn't make a difference. Who's your top five? And I want the top five. Not. Don't say, well, I'm not going to put them up because they're the best, and so they don't care. Eddie Murphy, Patrice O'Neal, Dave Chappelle, uh, Tommy Davidson. Um, I know I'm supposed to say Richard Pryor. Um, Richard Pryor. Yeah, I can't go. I, I mean, mine's a little different. But, but yeah. fuck that. We've done this before. I know, but it I know, changes. Here, here, but it changes. I know. Top five women. Give me top five women. Right now, at this very moment in life? Any life. Paula Poundstone. Okay. I guess you have to put Amy Schumer in there right now. Get the fuck out of here. Why? You don't want why, to. Why? Why? Because she's popular? Yeah. That's why you're doing that? Your top five, Andy Steinberg's top five, not the comedy world. Well, Paula Poundstone. <laughs> There's other com- female comics in there. They just don't. They, Name them. Top five. I'm trying. See what I'm saying? No, they don't jump off the same way. See what I'm saying? But give them to me. If, even, if, even if you ain't, they ain't doing it like that for you. But they do something for you. Give me a five. Well, then I could throw Schumer in there. But because she does something for you, she makes you chuckle. Don't give me what Hollywood is saying. Give me what you're saying. I don't give a fuck if you got to go back to, um, what's the bitch name from back in the day? Not Joan Rivers, but before her. With the hair, the, you know. Oh, Phyllis Diller. Phyllis Diller. Even if you got to go to Phyllis I Diller. I saw Phyllis Diller live. Right. So I did. I don't care if it's Phyllis Diller. She was funny. Give me your five. Why are you looking through your phone? Because I was going to try to get a name of somebody that I wanted to say that I, I can't remember her name off the top of my head. But she's funny. Okay, so give me, give me your top five. Give me, give, me, give me five. Oh, and we can go back. But she's not a comedian. Carol Burnett. She's a comedian, but no, she's a comedian. comedian. Act- she's a comedic I actor. I said stand-ups. Okay. So I'm still at Paul Poundstone. I'm at, One. I'm at. Uh, I kind of want to look this girl up. She's funny. I know who I could put in there. Who? Uh, oh, shit. Is that tumbleweed? Go ahead. <laughs> Who's your five while I'm doing this? All right. Um. Uh, some more. <sighs> Sherry Shepard. This white chick I've worked with, Kelsey Cook. Um. Fuck. Um, see, I don't want to just say names to say names. Like, I like Sarah Silverman, but I'm only, I feel like I'm only saying that because we follow each other on Twitter. Um, 
Whitney funny. Cummings. Okay. And the fifth spot. Nobody beats the biz. Um, fuck me, man. Um, I don't know for the fifth spot because I'm forcing it now. I got a four. Your, your turn. Flip Wilson as uh, Geraldine. That's hilarious. <laughs> Paula Poundstone. That's all I That's can. one. I, I, I do have more. And, uh, well, then say them, motherfucker. Dude, I'm trying to remember their names, but this is what's wrong. I don't listen to female comics like I listen to male comics. Did you, did you hear what he just said? So I don't. He has more, but he doesn't listen to as much. Women are funny, but he doesn't listen to as much. I got exactly what you're, you're saying. You're as that. funny as 4A. It, it's true. I don't listen to a lot. I don't listen. Adrian Marin. Uh, it's funny. Um, well, that's the podcast. Uh, I got, who, 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 we've had her as a guest before uh, on our show. Who? Um, oh, uh, Dice's opener. Her? Yeah. You don't even know the bitch's name, and you know the bitch. Eleanor Kerrigan. Eleanor Kerrigan. Yeah. Eleanor's funny, but she's in that dice. No, no, I don't want to say dice model. She's just a little bit. She's in a Philadelphia dirty foul, but she's funny. Mm. I'm going to come back with my top five next uh, next week. My top five women. I'm going to do my research. Mm. I'm going to put my little list together. I'm hated right now by women <laughs> everywhere. I'm been hated by some of these hoes. That's the podcast, folks. Uh, <laughs> if there are any women still left wanting to listen to this, we do love you. Uh, but uh, fuck. Where are we next week? Oxnard, right? Oxnard, yeah. Oxnard. Uh, as always. Um, wow. YouTube, <laughs> Aries Spears. Uh, Pandora, Aries Spears. Twitter, Aries Spears. Uh, Aries Spears 45 at Hotmail for anything you might want to tell me via email. I'm not going to do like Andy and give my number out so I can deal with some of you sick, crazy fucks. Um, Instagram, Aries Spears official. And yeah, that's uh, that's it. I'm going to close out my women thing before I give okay. out my information and say right. this. And I'm going to take some. I'm going to take No, a Ellen, no, Ellen. I'm gonna probably take a shot for what Kathy I'm about Griffin. to say. I, I did see Kathy Griffin uh, live once, and she was funny. I'm gonna say it like this, uh, and I think this is the way that I can end it. And I'm gonna have hatred for probably the rest of my life. There are a lot of female comics that I find extremely funny. There, for there's a lot of male comics that I find extremely funny. As but very few comics do I want to listen to for an hour. But the ones you do listen to for an hour are men. Are men. And, and, and I, I, honestly, and that's why I'm having trouble bringing up names right now. So uh, that being said, you can find me at anycomedy.com and uh, all my social media is at the top. If you want to hate me, hate me. Uh, you can let me know. Uh, 
I don't know, man. We're, we'll be like we said. We're in Oxnard. Come, uh, come, come pick it. Cook my fucking dinner, you wench. Get in that fucking kitchen. Slap the shit out of you. <laughs> <laughs> no, we out.